1: Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated-R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, It doesn't matter who the host is.
3: Oh, you know this. You already do. We talk about it all the time. We reference it. Uh, we, We hang and bang, and we talk about all the fun stuff. That is going on. Anyways, how are you doing on this fantastic Monday, April the 24th of 2023, day 114th of the year, and only, only, only 251 days remaining. I hope everything is good and grand. In your neck of the woods. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM, and then we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place that we do stuff at. Radio. Oh yes, hanging out with our friends at Radio Big and doing the things that they do over there, because you know what? What else would we be doing if we weren't doing that? Uh, so, anyways, I hope you had a fantastic weekend, because that always plays in a big factor um, to everything that is going on inside of the world of the multiverse. Um, so, listen, I have to tell you, the last few, um, the last few hours have been quite interesting. And I'll tell you, because I like to keep it pretty straight. Whole internet outage. Keep in mind that we've always talked about how we are full full solar and, um, you know, how our internet interacts here. And it, we were down. We were down, down. I was wondering if we were even going to be live this morning Um, in regards of everything that was going on. So I was I was having some freak out moments. But luckily, you know, it's 7.03, so that kind of does work out in regards to what was going on. But I was like, holy monkeys. And let me make sure that I say that because I am in the eastern seaborg. Um, in regards of what is going on. So don't worry about that particular aspect as we are talking. So let's get into it. Let's get into everything that was going on. And let's talk about what was trending over the weekend. Here is what was trending rated R safety show. Okay, so taking a look around at what was trending and what will be on tap for today. Um, Let's see. Let's take a look a teen gets banned from the amusement park and another retailer files for bankruptcy we'll talk about that inside of the hit list um president joe biden is expected to announce his re-election bid at some point this week jamie fox remains in the hospital and morgan wallen uh takes a tumble on stage and dick van dyke will make a guest appearance on a long-running soap and daily wire land <laughs> plus lands uh n- a new investigative series we'll talk all about that kind of stuff so don't worry about that so listen i don't know if you're familiar familiar. familiar with what we do around here so let's talk a little bit about what is going on we talk about safety in the news news and safety that's kind of the way that our gig works um everything that is going on inside of this multiverse of ours so don't worry about that as we are talking you have the potential of interacting with the show all you have to do is go to callinradio.com that's callinradio.com that will get everything moving and grooving for you um, in regards of what the hell we have going on so don't worry about that call in radio. If you want to take a look at what we're doing visually, all you have to do is go to safetyfm.com or radiobig.fm and click on the section that says visual radio. Yeah, visual radio, and that'll get everything going for you um, in that particular regards. Why would you want to put yourself through that kind of torture? I'm not sure, but there is a possibility of doing all that. So there you go. Um, some stuff that is happening inside of that world, though. Um, what else? What else? What else? So there you go. We talk about the stuff that's going on. We come back. We give you some level of a main story and do all the interesting stuff. We also poke fun at some people, poke fun at some organizations, and all that kind of stuff. Because why would you not want to do that? There is always that um that great option of doing it. I mean, there it'd be silly not to. It'd be silly not to um to poke the bear. I mean, let's just let's just be realistic. Um, in that particular regard. Uh, so this week, I guess I should start talking about this. I well, I should I say this week or should I say first last week? Last week we broke the news that this was going down. Um, so this happened. Brandon Wiseman has joined us in regards of Truck Safe Live bringing his show onto our little network here. Um, so let me tell you, with that being said, we it looks like we will already have our first episode of Truck Safe Live later this week. We're probably looking at a Thursday. Um, so we'll, you'll see that across our network of stuff going on. So don't worry about that. We'll have that um, We'll have that up and coming. We'll talk a little bit more about it as the week um, progresses and go from there. But Truck Safe Live already, you know, making its impact. So if you have DOT questions... Um, and are wanting to know stuff about the Department of Transportation, and wanting to know stuff related to just truck the trucking industry in general. Voila brandon wiseman will be there to um to, to tell you what's going on i almost said sam goodman there I, apparently i'm gonna have to get him and sam goodman together at some point because you know that always seems to be a good thing to do so with that being said let's get you into the news because i think that that's going to be important and then we'll get moving and grooving all right here. here is the news on the Royce
1: car safety show
4: nbc news radio i'm michael kastner The majority of Americans apparently don't want either President Biden nor former President Trump to run for the White House in 2024. An NBC News poll finds 70% of those surveyed, including just over half of all Democrats, believe Biden shouldn't run for a second term. As for Trump, 60% of those polled, including a third of Republicans, think the former president should not run in 2024. President Biden is calling for an immediate ceasefire in Sudan after the evacuation of U.S. embassy personnel and their families from Khartoum. Politico correspondent Laura Seligman with more on the operation.
2: On Thursday, the military decided to pre-position troops in nearby nation of Djibouti, which is about 800 miles away. And the U.S. already has a military base there just in case this kind of evacuation was needed. Uh, indeed, on Saturday, just over 100 special operations troops made this dangerous journey, which took almost a full day round trip in and, and out. It's about 800 miles uh, to evacuate these personnel.
4: Biden said the tragic violence in Sudan has already cost the lives of hundreds of innocent civilians, and it must stop. At least one American is among the 400 people killed since rival groups began fighting for control of the African nation two weeks ago. The mayor of Kansas City, Missouri, says a culture of fear and paranoia helped lead to the shooting of a black 16-year-old who knocked on the wrong door. And this
1: was a man who, in his statement to the police, said, I was scared of this, in essence, large black person
4: outside of his door. Speaking on CBS's Face the Nation, Democrat Quentin Lucas said politicians and the media are largely to blame for a culture where people immediately go for their guns. Lucas called the area where the shooting happened one of the safest neighborhoods in the city. Family members say Ralph Yarrell is recovering after being shot in the head by an elderly white homeowner. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. We are now video
1: streaming the Rated R
4: Safety Show. I
1: don't know why our host has a face for radio. R Safety Show.
2: From Feature Story News in London, I'm Oli Barrett. Evacuations of diplomats and other nationals from Sudan by a number of countries are continuing. Australia will buy more longer-range missiles more quickly to counter the threat from China. Indian authorities have arrested Sikh separatist leader Amrit Pal Singh, who'd been on the run. And Japan's Prime Minister says he's not considering a snap general election, despite speculation following parliamentary
1: by-elections safety never sounded so terrible rated r safety show
4: jury selection is set to begin today in the trial for the man accused of killing 11 people at a pittsburgh synagogue in 2018 more from chris Carragio prosecutors say robert bowers was armed with an assault rifle when he carried out the attack at the tree of life in october of that year bowers faces dozens of charges including hate crimes resulting in death court documents say that as he was being taken into custody he told officers he wanted to kill jews there have been multiple delays in the case mostly due to the COVID 19 pandemic Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says he's willing to meet any American elected official who visits his country.
1: It's important for Israel's bipartisan support in the United States. I make a point of it.
4: Netanyahu's comments on CBS's Face the Nation come as Florida Governor Ron DeSantis plans to visit Israel next week. DeSantis is scheduled to be the keynote speaker at an event in Jerusalem organized by the Museum of Tolerance. The presumptive 2024 presidential candidate's visit comes at a time with strained relations between Netanyahu and President Biden over the Israeli prime minister's judicial reform proposals. The NAACP is suing Mississippi's governor and other state officials over separate but unequal policing. NAACP environmental and climate justice director Abre Conner explains the suit.
1: It represents uh, that there are going to be repercussions. This really is more of the same. And so it just is one more example of how the governor has demonstrated that he does not care about the needs of the residents in Jackson.
4: Republican Governor Tate Reeves announced violent crime in Jackson has made it necessary to expand capital Police patrols in the city and authorize some appointed rather than elected judges. The new laws would create a temporary court system in Jackson with state-appointed judges who would handle cases brought to them by the Capitol Police. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio.
0: Here is another bit for our competitors to copy. Rated R Safety Show you are listening to a radio
2: god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god.
1: Anyways, this is the Rated-R Safety Show on Safety FM.
3: Let's start using cutting-edge warp speed 5G technology with your cell phone. Let me tell you about my friends at mobile mobile mobile.io. They have an ultra-fast 4G LTE and 5G network that covers 99% of Americans, so they've got you covered everywhere. Think about it for a moment. You have the opportunity to take a test drive for 10 days with unlimited talk, text, and premium data. What is premium data?
2: A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed.
4: Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
3: So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now, that live streaming thing, and you don't know where to start or what to do
1: prepare yourself. We are now being distributed on iHeartRadio. Listen on iHeartRadio app. Radio Big. Okay, let's go.
3: Okay, let's go. Sounds like a good idea to me. Anyways, it's currently 16 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this fantastic Monday. Or should I say marvelous Monday or Monday that has something to do with something else that is going on. Anyways, we are still Broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios, just in case you forgot, that's exactly what we have going on. So let's get into the shit list right away about the things that are going on inside of the world. A 13-year-old boy has been banned from Carol Wynn's Amusement Park after climbing into the claw machine known as the Cosmic Extra-Large. A bonus game and getting stuck. According to the park located in Charlotte, North Carolina, the teen had to be removed from the machine by their medical team. He had been um he had been banned from the park for a year for attempted for attempted theft. Um so now Carol Wynn told CNN that he is banned. Banned, 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 um, in regards of everything that's going on. I mean, I just don't get it. Like what the hell is going on in uh in that particular regard? So don't know no, not so there you go so i mean i don't how the hell do you claw into a, a claw machine maybe i have to have a better understanding of this but i mean that's just kind of risky stuff for um some garbage to be able to get out of there but i mean i guess everybody has to do their own thing
1: we at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay,
3: according to a new data from the National Park Services, more than 2,000 visitors died at the nation's park between 2014 and 2021. The leading cause of deaths, besides the deemed undetermined, were motor vehicle crashes, 415, drownings, 402, and medical related deaths, 385. Animals related deaths were um, the with only about five during those eight years. The report um, the report also highlights a park with the highest deaths. Topping the list is Lake Mead, a national recreation area with 145. Second on the list is Grand Canyon National Park with about 100 of those deaths in eight years. Rounding up the top five with the highest number of fatalities were Yosemite National Park, uh, Great Smoky Mountains National Park, and Nantes Trace Parkway. This is all coming information via the hill the hell so let's make sure that we are clear as I say all of these things, because I think that that's going to be important as we are talking in some other news, more than 20 million worth of gold and valuables were stolen from the Toronto's uh, Pearson International Airport last week. According to the Peel uh, Regional Police, uh, the crime took place in in the evening after the rare cargo was unloaded and transported to a holding facility. The thieves um, knew that they were uh, that they were they what they were after and what they were where to get it. It involves having some sort of um, insider knowledge. Phil Boyle, an associate Professor of Sociology and Legal Studies from the University of Waterloo, said no word on um, where the gold and values came from or where it was headed. So hold on. This is coming via iHeartRadio, by the way. You know, those people that we, we do stuff with. Uh, so th- let's talk about that. Where was this money going, and was it sitting in the airport? I mean, these valuables worth $20 million of gold and other valuables. I want to know what the other valuables were because uh, that's going to be important to this in regards as, as we are talking. I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I mean, does it to you? Maybe, do you know something? Do, are, are, you on, are you? Do you have the inside, Iggy? Maybe you do. I don't know. Anyways, a Colorado substitute bus driver is facing 30 counts of misdemeanor child abuse after allegedly slamming on the brakes in an attempt to teach the kids about sitting properly in their seats. In the video of the incident, 61-year-old Brian Fitzgerald warned the kids to sit down before he brake-checked them, resulting in many of the elementary age um, kids slamming into the seats in front of them and onto the floor. Fitzgerald apologized to the supervisor for his actions, no word or whether or not. God, he has apologized to his passengers. This is according to Daily News. I mean, what the hell? These are kids. I mean, I understand that you want to have a conversation in regards of what is going on, but I'm just going to go ahead and break check a whole bunch of kids in regards to what's going on. I mean, that doesn't make a lot of sense. I understand, you know, doing the world of the strange, but that just gets a, a little bit stranger as we are going into that whole thing. There is no doubt about that. So anyways, after weeks of clawing to alternative solutions, home good retailer Bed Bath & Beyond has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. The company will wind down its operations instead of pursuing debt relief and reorganizing. While the remaining brick-and-mortar locations are closed, the company retails websites will remain active to sell through the remaining inventory. This is all according to CNBC. Well, that sucks that they didn't make it. I mean, I'm not going to lie here. Uh, because it, it it seems to be um, one of those things that they were trying. I mean, they were really trying to um, to do everything. It seemed like in regards of being able to um, move forward, but apparently it just didn't work out. Sad to hear. In regards of uh, what was going on there, but there you go. Anyways, let's get a little bit into the swamp. President Joe Biden is expected to announce his reelection campaign as early as tomorrow. The Washington Post reports that Biden filmed the launch video in Delaware after returning from Ireland on April the fifteenth. Worth noting, the Post reporting also suggests that on the the hard announcement date hasn't just been uh, kept a secret. There has um, been a sense that among the Democratic Party that plenty of people were um, wondering if they if they knew when it would happen. Uh, per the Post, the top fundraising official where the Democratic National Committee scrambled to make dozens of phone calls, frequently ending up in voicemails, um, inviting top donors for um, to arrange a summit with the president for the planned event. So there you go. I don't know. Something to think about as we are talking. So, I don't know. I mean, I mean if you think about it, the prospect of a Trump versus Biden matchup has already uh, Americans feeling exhaustion because then we go through this um, once before, I mean, it, I just look at it in that way. Also, Yahoo News and YouGov poll says 38, 38% of responses picked exhaustion from the, from the list of the eight feelings that come from the, the mind when they presented with the rematch. The others were 29% was fear, 23% was sadness, 23% was hope, anger was 23%, excitement was 16%, Pride was 8% and gratitude was 7%. This was all via Yahoo um, as we are talking. I mean, I don't know. So the last time that an incumbent president ran against the man that he defeated was in the election back in 1892. Grover Cleveland won his first term in 1884, lost in 18 in 1888 to Benjamin Harrison, then beat Harrison in 1892. Um, he's the only president to have served non-consecutive terms. So I don't know is that, is that um what we're looking at uh, for potential future run? I don't know because if I was a fortune teller, I would tell you that I would be not probably be sitting here because I'd be out there making a fortune. You get it? Okay, you get it. Okay, with that being said, it is time to bring some John Smalls into our life and let him uh, do the thing that he does, because he's going to tell you about fortune. Take a listen.
0: Here's your Market Beat Minute for Monday, April 24th, brought to you by GenesisGoldIRA.com. Equity markets ended the week on a down note after a host of earnings reports came in better than expected, but left the outlook for the second half in peril. Consensus estimates for the second half earnings growth continue to decline and have Q3 on the brink of turning negative. This on top of a growing certainty that a recession is coming. The only question is when. The takeaway from last week's economic calendar is that the index of leading indicators fell to minus 1.2, nearly double the expectation and an acceleration of recessionary factors. This, by the way, is the 15th month of negative leading indicators, and the trend is strengthening. This week, we'll bring another read of the PCE price index, and it may not be enough to get the market back into rally mode. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay,
3: thank you, John Smalls, for the information on what is going on. Here's what I was able to find. The Dow added about 22 points uh, to close at 33,808 on Friday. The S&P was barely up just three points to close at 4,133. And the NASDAQ added about 12 points to close at 12,072. West Texas Intermediate closed at $77 on Friday, and Brent Crude was just at roughly about $81 a barrel. The national average price of a gallon of gas was $3.67 on Sunday. Bitcoin was down 1%, trading around 27500 There was about 3,620 flights delayed within, into, and out of the United States on Sunday with more than 190 cancellations. Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing will be for $26 million jackpot or a $13.7 million cash payout. Tonight's Powerball drawing will be for $28 million jackpot or a $14.9 million dollar cash payout so there you go anyways we're in hour number one of three just in case of you're wondering i'm here on the jay allen of the morning show this first hour is known as the rated r safety show because of all the stuff that we do around here i don't know if you heard about this but there is some news coming out this morning and we're probably about 22 minutes behind about this but authorities are investigating what caused flames that erupted in disneyland's fantastic fireworks and light show on saturday take a listen to this from trey thomas
1: stunned viewers could not believe what they were seeing as the fire took off making its way to the top of the prop dragon
4: oh my gosh
1: Your attention, please, due to unforeseen circumstances. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Disney officials evacuated the area. Performers on the float were able to get off safely, and no one was hurt. I'm Trey Thomas.
3: I mean, think about that. You're on the ma- one of the most magical places on Earth, and this is going down. I mean, I'm I'm sure it's going to throw you for a little loopy oopy there as we are talking. Anyway, take a listen to this. This is coming out of Denver, Colorado. Denver mayoral candidate Mike Johnson, um, and Kelly Bra are sharing plans to tackle issues facing the city's Black community. Uh, A former Denver Metro Chamber of Commerce president says the public safety is their top priority.
1: I look today at the families who are victims of uh, crime and struggling, trying to put the pieces of their life back together, and I understand it. Uh, I'm committed in my administration to preventing crime.
3: Bro, and former um, Colorado Senator Johnson says answers questions about the panel of black community members and advocates for the New Hope Baptist Church on Saturday. Housing and education were also among the, the issues discussed. Both candidates also uh, pledged to provide more resources to reduce violence plaguing communities across the city. They say that much that much of the time can be prevented by investing in education. Both candidates pledged to work with Denver Public Schools to ensure that the students have plenty of opportunity outside of school. Denver mayoral candidate also, and the Colorado Senator Mike Johnson says that he wants to build a micro-community for vulnerable citizens.
0: You take half acre lots around the city that the city owns and you put 40 or 50 tiny homes on that site. These tiny homes have heating, they have air conditioning and all the things you need to get people back up on their feet.
3: Denver resident Jocelyn Owen says that she appreciates the candidates for taking the time to address their concerns.
0: We need people that are real genuine and want to really make a difference in Denver.
3: Yes, we do need people that are real and genuine, or real genuine, or something along those lines of a combination of words, as we are talking. Anyways, faith and community leaders are calling for peace in Chicago after teen takeovers left city in shambles more than a week ago. Perry
1: Williams reports
4: organizers stage a march on Saturday along Michigan Avenue. Instead of us trying to condemn them, we need to model. Behavior. The group was promoting opportunities for young people, including mentoring programs, summer jobs, and more. I'm Perry Williams.
3: Okay, thank you, Perry, for the information right there. Club Q leaders are working to rebuild after the shooting that killed five people and wounded 17 last year. And Colorado Springs founding owner Matthew Haynes says that he plans to permanent for a permanent memorial are
1: underway. This is not about forgetting what happened and just let's get the business open. This is about always remembering what happened and always being able to tell that story.
3: Five pillars representative of those at loss will stand 12 feet tall filled with uh, with a mosaic grout and represents the thousands impacted the tribute will also feature 17 boulders that represent those injured with 40 feet flagpoles in the center um Haines said that they're hoping to break ground on the memorial in about six to eight weeks weeks Club Q vice president of operation Michael Anderson says that the new memorial will be a symbol for those affected by hate and gun violence across the country it
2: will be uh, a beacon of strength in this country. You know, we want to be an example of strength, love, resilience, and persistence. And uh, that's
3: what Club Q is. Okay, so there you go. Some stuff going on right there. Uh, Take a listen to this real quick. Uh, Let's see. It's going to cost more to go to Virginia Tech. Sarah Bartlett has the details.
2: The Virginia Tech Board of Visitors has approved a 4.9% tuition increase. It impacts both in-state and out-of-state students, both undergraduate and graduate. In-state undergrads will now pay just over $12,600 annually. Out-of-state undergrads will pay more than $33,300 annually. There are also increases in a mandatory comprehensive fee, as well as for room and board charges. I'm Sarah Bartlett.
3: Okay, thank you, Sarah, for the information right there. Take a listen to this. A once-popular household appliance is now... Not in every home. Bree Tennis reports. A study dime by Clear It Waste says millennials have killed the iron. They don't mind wrinkles. There's even an Italian designer selling pre-wrinkled tops. So it's officially a fashion trend. The study says two-thirds of millennials don't even know how to turn an iron on, let alone use it. They say ditching the iron is partly due to being busy, but also because of wrinkle-resistant clothing. Etiquette experts say ironing improves your appearance 100%, and it's time to get back to it. I'm Bree Tennis. I always feel like millennials get picked on for no reason whatsoever, so they don't know how to turn on an iron, according to that report. How is that even possible? Because there is a button that normally says on, so it's not that difficult. So I, I don't know if I buy it. But then again, that's what happens when you start talking about percentages and all that other kind of fun stuff where it doesn't make a lot of sense on how it's broken down. It's all about how it's being reported, not exactly how it's being said. Anyways, it is currently 32 minutes past the top of the hour, so let's go ahead and do that thing that we do right around this time that we call our main story. Here is our main story on a Rated R Safety Show. So I have to tell you, I look... And I look, and I scour the internet. I look around, I go around, and I go, wow, what a wonderful world we live in as we take a look at the things that are going on. And I see, again, other companies doing that marvelous thing of the drive to zero. And listen, I don't know how many more times I can talk about this because I feel like sometimes I'm beating a dead horse. But geez drive to zero drive to zero i just don't understand on how it is going to make your organization better i mean i understand that saying hey we're, we're hoping that we only injure one person this year or we're, we're hoping that you know at tops that we only kill one person this year does not make a good thing for a banner slogan and it should never be anyone's slogan because nobody wants someone to get hurt but listen It is easier to say we will take a ankle sprain over someone dying because that is the stuff that we're looking for. Opposed to um, it being, hey, somebody else died today. The drive to zero to me is really just the inability of really doing forward progress. It is the inability of saying, hey, we do have um, cluster Fs inside of our system. But let's talk a little bit more. If we realistically want to drive to zero, does this mean that everything goes fully automated? Does this mean that we get the humans out of the workplace? Because that's the only way I see it working. I mean, unless you're going to be able to tell me otherwise, I just don't see how that would happen. The other portion that we have to always look at as we are talking about this is We sometimes tend to go in and have conversations with people when a injury, a fatality, something occurs inside of the workplace, and we don't ask about what failed. We ask who failed. That seems to be the popular analogy of the questions that we ask. It is who failed, what caused it. But here's the question that I always have, and there's the question that I always look at and go, hmm. Did the organization set the people up with the right tools to do the job? Think about that. Did the organization set up the person with the right tools to do the job? Because here's the thing. Sometimes the choices of the personnel, sometimes the choices of the team member, even though from an outsider point of view, might be a terrible choice on what they decided to do. It could have been the best choice that was presented to the team member. Think about that for a moment. If it is the best choice that they have available based on the tools that was provided to them, and take that interpretation of the word tools however you want, because that could mean a lot of things. Some people will think automatically like, hey, a hammer, Yeah. The tools of what was presented. Did they make the right choice on what was presented to them? Because that's where we sometimes don't look at things. We don't look at it from the standpoint of the correct choice was made, even though there was a failure that was still there. So does the drive to zero get you to where you want to go? I don't know. I don't know what your organization is trying to accomplish. I don't know what you are trying to accomplish, but I will tell you what happens the moment that you have a failure within the organization and you have a drive to zero. Now, listen, if you are a learning and improving organization, you should have failures daily. Seriously. Failures daily. Daily. This should not be such a one-off that, oh, yeah, we only had one failure this whole year. Think about it. If you've been in this industry for some time, think about this for a moment, where you would sit down and have a conversation about an ankle sprain, and that is what you're worried about with a serious injury. Life has changed over the last 20 years or so, and I'm sure it will continue to evolve as we continue to go forward. But what does the drive to zero do? Think about it. Think about that, because I think it's going to be one of those difficult things for us to assess later down the road.
2: Oops, what did she just say? We at Safety
3: FM don't
1: always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to Real Safety Talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of Real Safety
3: Talk. You're
1: listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back.
3: Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal claim consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com. For more information, lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants.
2: Hey, Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute.
1: Hey, honey, why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can, making sure they're safe and comfortable. But it's just as important that you take some time for yourself. At AARP, we can help with information and useful tips on how you can maintain a healthy life balance, care for your own physical and mental well-being, and manage the challenges of caring for a loved one. Because the better care you take of yourself, the better care you can provide for your loved one. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. You're there for them. We're here for you. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at AARP.org caregiving. That's AARP.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ed Council.
2: All right, class. Let's hear what everyone did this weekend. Jill? Well, I raised my older sister to a big oak tree. It was at least a hundred years old. My mom said I must have set a record or something.
3: And then we went down by a stream and perched up on this
2: Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week and find the fun, adventurous you. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.
4: to unsafe workplaces.
3: past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out, doing our thing. This right here, this is controlled by the Wanderer. You can give it a little stream action if you'd like, YouTube music, Spotify, Apple Music. Yeah, we like Casey around here from the Wanderers. Um, They're based between Los Angeles and Toronto. The Wanderers filled um, with heavy 90s of fused guitar and soaring melodies, influenced heavily by the guitar sounding of the tones of the 90s. Yeah, we like it. Thanks for letting us play this here on hour number one of the Jay Allen of the Morning Show. What we call the Rated R Safety Show. So let's get into it. Let's get back into some musica. Not, not really. That We're not getting into music. That's that's our number two and our hour number three that we'll be talking about. So let's get into this real quick. Let's talk about some things that are going on inside of the multiverse. Not the multiplex, but the multiverse. Um, so there you go. So let's talk real quick about the most important thing that I will tell you in my lifetime. And that's about my friends at Right Love on Her Arms. That's at twloha.com. Listen, they have a whole section on their website about self-care. And I think that it is so important for us to talk about this because it is a subject matter that we need to talk about. And I was watching over the weekend someone having a discussion on how important this subject is. And for some reason, they referenced that they were trying to drown out that they needed help. So they turned to the model. And listen, I know people apply their own version of a technique that they think that they that will work for them, but I will tell you, if you are looking for help, if you are looking for assistance and you don't know where to go and you don't feel comfortable just talking to anyone, go to twloha.com, click on the section that says self-care, all kinds of information there, can t- give you some techniques, even can tell you about some resources that are available In your general area. T-W-L-O-H-A dot com. Seriously. I will tell you. You will not regret going to their website. To have some of the discussion. Of the things that are going on. Also. It gives you information. If you want to get involved. What you can do. And even talks about events. That are going on. Throughout the world. Because they do things. Even in other countries. As well. And if you are. If you are. In good old. Florida. Florida. And you are going to be in the Orlando area, particularly the Melbourne area, on the 29th, yes, on the 29th, if you go to their website, they're going to be having an event called Show Up Fest. So I will tell you, it is National Mental Health Month. Um, this event is free to attend and will include food trucks, local vendors, and kids' activities, interactive art pieces, and free mini classes focusing on mental health and mini rock fitness um, class. Uh, 20 minutes, mini yoga classes, and all that kind of fun stuff. You can go um, to be there if you'd love to do so. Um, there you go. There you go. There you go. They'll have all kinds of fun stuff going on for you um, inside of there. To write love on our arms, um, forward slash Selfcare. T W L O H A. dot com. Let's get into some more news about some things that are going on inside of the world, and let's talk real quick about some things that are happening. Are you having a hard time making a big decisions? I have friends that have that problem. Maybe you're trying to negotiate your way through a, a sticky business problem, or maybe you can't even make up your mind about what you should do about a situation at home or cut up between two choices in a personal or relationship matters. Well, don't worry. I got I got you. There's a simple seven-word question um, that you can ask yourself, which is grounded in neuroscience that can guide you through the indecision and help overcome analysis paralysis and lead you to, um, to make better and um, bolder choices. Simply ask yourself, what is the worst that could happen? It's a long explanation on why this works, but in short, when you're faced with an indecision after you ask yourself that question, then look at the indications that uh, that sh- that it's not your fear of the outcome that stops you from acting, but instead your fear of you of how you might feel. It's the worst case scenario that comes to fruition if you are, um, well, if you're not sure of yourself make it against about what how your um, emotions will be anticipated you might be able to make the decision my problem is whenever i ask what is the worst outcome the gods of just try me always manage to come up with something far worse than i could ever imagine judging by um what sheldon primus wore to to work a few days ago he definitely hasn't been asking um the right question i mean i'm, I'm just i'm just saying just saying just throwing that out there as we are talking so there you go. That's some information to think about as we are as we are taking a look at the move and the groove of stuff that is happening inside of this. Anyways, take a listen to this USS Arizona. The only two remaining survivors of the sinking USS Arizona of December the seventh, nineteen forty one, is gone. Trey Thomas has more the National
1: Park Service says Howard Kin Potts died Friday in Provo, Utah at the age of 102. According to Stars and Stripes, his death leaves 101-year-old Lou Conter as the last remaining survivor of the battleship that sank to the bottom of Pearl Harbor after the surprise attack. I'm Trey Thomas.
3: Okay, thank you, Trey Thomas, for the information right there of what is going on. Take a listen to this. This is the world of the weird. The Twitter accounts of dead celebrities are getting verified blue checks, Mark. Trey Thomas has more. Matter of fact, Trey Thomas doesn't have more because the file has now been removed. So there you go. No more on that. That's a a weird one. That is a weird one for sure as we are talking. I mean, what would you think there? What would you think about that? Why would you have verified accounts for people that are no longer alive? That kind of makes it a a weirdy, weirdy one. I never know about those things. I always want to have a deeper conversation when it comes to what do you do with stuff like that, but I never know what is the correct um what is the correct answer of those of those funny things um as they are happening. That is for sure as we are talking. I don't know. What do you think about it? Do you give any recommendations or any thoughts? Let me ask this question because I've, I've come, I've had this question for a long period of time. What do you do with somebody who you know that passes away on your social media? Do you keep them on your social media or do you look at it and go, uh, uh, um, time, time to remove them. I never know what the right answer is because here's the weird thing that happens. I, I have dead relatives and dead friends, um, and you know, if the social media platforms normally tells you when their birthday is coming about. What do you do there? Because it's a weird thing. Cause I don't know. It's not like it's an expected outcome and then something comes up with that and then you just go, well... Here's this information that wasn't there before. Anyways, thanks, Trey, for putting the file back up there. So take a listen to this.
1: A report from Insider says Kobe Bryant, Chadwick Bozeman, and Anthony Bourdain and other deceased celebrities had blue check marks added to their accounts since the social media platform began its purge on Thursday. The check marks are now only available to those who pay an $8 monthly subscription fee. I'm Trey Thomas.
3: So there you go. I don't know. Some interesting stuff going on right there for sure. Anyways, take a listen to this. The NAACP is suing Mississippi governor and the state officials over, separ- uh, over separate but unequal policing. The NAACP environmental mental and climate justice director, Aubrey Conner, explains the suit.
1: It represents uh, that there are going to be repercussions. This really is more of the same. And so it just is one more example of how the governor has demonstrated that he does not care about the needs of the residents in Jackson.
3: The Republican Governor Tate Reeves announced violent crimes in Jackson has made it necessary to expand Capitol Police um, patrols in the city to authorize some appointed rather than elected judges. The new laws would um, create temporary court systems in Jackson that state appointed judges who would handle cases um, in the capital area, so there you go. Take a listen to that. That's a that's definitely an interesting one. Take a listen to this real quick. Two survivors of a sexual assault for former. Clarenceville High School choir teacher Jason DeBant are speaking out after the um, convicted of five charges on Friday. The 27-year-old Kate Estep and 25-year-old Victoria Longers were both assaulted by DeBrant when they were students at the high school and recalled um, messages from him that the play uh, probably practiced at one night. This is actually coming out of Michigan.
2: I was in my room in bed, like getting ready to go to bed, and he texted me, I love you. I remember, like, being so taken aback and, like, pushing back and being like, no, you don't. And he, like, reconfirmed it. He's like, yes, I do.
3: Langa said that it started off with something safe, and then started with sending sexually explicit photos as text me- and text messages. Esteva says that he's engaged, that she engaged in oral sex with him, and at his home in Berkeley. And several other students accused him of the same behavior in 2020. Victoria Langards says that um, they thought that it was the only student with a relationship with former teacher Jason DeBrant.
2: And then all of a sudden, bam! There's eight of us that have had this. Relationship with
3: Jason in some form of another. So terrible news coming out of there as you hear that. So never know what to say. Anyways, with that being said, let's see if we can get some kind of weird thing and some motivation going on right now. Here's some John Smalls.
0: The Motivation Minute is courtesy of insurancechicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Larry. Walt Disney said, the difference between winning and losing is most often not quitting. I love that. Think about the times in your past when you won something, anything. I don't care what it is. Now think about how hard it was and how easy it would have been to give up along the way. But you didn't give up. You pushed through the struggle to win. That's why you won, because you didn't give up. Like Walt Disney said, the difference between winning and losing is most often not quitting. Don't quit. Don't give up before you win. Hang in there and push through the struggles to be the winner. You can do this. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org.
2: Your wellness minute is brought to you by alessamorgan.com. One's diet affects testosterone levels. Nearly 20 to 50% of US men have testosterone deficiency. Men who eat a pro-inflammatory diet, which is rich in refined sugar and refined carbohydrates and fats all combined, are 30% more likely to have testosterone deficiency, which in turn leads to low libido, decreased energy, poor concentration, and is also associated with cardiovascular disease. Disease and obesity. A diet high in both refined carbohydrates and fats, essentially a standard American diet, was associated with low testosterone independent of age, race, caloric intake, smoking status, education level, and BMI. Obesity, on top of the pro inflammatory diet, increases risk of low testosterone by 60%. For more information on wellness, check out alessamorgan.com.
1: We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show.
3: I don't know why the host has a face for radio either. I mean, it's kind of the face that I was given. What am I supposed to do around here? Anyways, currently 56 minutes past the top of the hour, so that means we are on the verge of getting you out of here. Um, If you want to come and hang out with me, I will be going over exclusively to Radio Big for the next couple hours or so, if you want to come and hang out and do the things that we do over there on that side of the Aquajon. So don't worry about that. We'll take care of you. If not, you can hang out here on Safety FM and take a listen to what Sheldon Primus has to say as he tells you about the world of safety. Consulting, So there you go, some stuff and some options for you. Anyways, let's talk about some things that happened back on this date. As I take a look around, if I am looking, 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 back in 2018, the Golden State serial killers identified after 40 years. James DeAngelo, 72, a former police officer, is arrested for 12 killings and 50 rapes in California during the 1970s and the 80s. The break in the case came after the authorities were able to get a sample of DNA of an item discarded by DeAngelo, which matched several samples that they had taken from his victims the following year he pleaded guilty to 13 counts of the first degree murder as well as 13 counts of kidnapping and to be sentenced to multiple consecutive life sentences that happened back in 2018 if you're looking at some birthdays for today Jordan fisher turns 29 leah measer turns 31 Jake quad 31 joey king 31 carly pierce turns 33 today chris kalang turns 36 morgan evans 38 uh, Travis Clark, 38. Clearly Clarkson turns 41 today. Melinda Clark, 54. Jack Martin turns, um, blade. Jack Martin Blades turns 69. Phil Robertson, 77. Barbara Streisand, 81. And Shirley McLean turns 89 today. So there you go. That's some birthdays for you. If you're looking at some reasons to celebrate, well, I have some of those. It's Scream Day and National Pig in a Blanket Day. So there you go. Some stuff for you sure if you do need a random joke for today i have one of those for you as well um some people are like um people who wear glasses are so smart but it, i literally had to um fill a test to get mine uh let's see phone starter for today the best way to for, for you for someone who you know has gotten out of a ticket or trouble with the law Oh, that sounds a little bit too graphic. Also, um, if you need a question for the water cooler, the average person throws away 70% of these edible items every year. What are they? Loaf of bread, the ends. So there you go. And then last but not least, here's a deep thought for today. Hard work spotlights the character of people. Some turn it up with their sleeves, some turn it up with their nose, and the others turn it up all as well. Anyways, I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. (laughs)